0: Hello everyone, this is Bola. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So the launch of the Clever Girl Finance book is a week away and I cannot believe that we are here at this point where we're counting down by eight, seven, eight days before the book comes out. I felt like in the last few months that the book launch was just so far away and all of a sudden it is here. So I'm really, really excited um, that this book comes out. My labor of love, the Clever Girl Finance book comes out on June 25th, which is next week. And so in honor of the book launch coming up, I have been doing these catch-up episodes with women who have been featured on the Clever Girl Finance platform, either on the website, the podcast, the YouTube channel, and who are also featured in the Clever Girl Finance book to basically see how they're doing uh, since the last time we spoke or the last time they were featured on our platform. So my guest today is Molly Stillman, and Molly was on episode 47 of the podcast where she talked about the emotions of getting out of debt. And so I had a catch-up interview with her that was recorded for both YouTube and and the podcast, and so if you're on YouTube, you can definitely um, go watch it on the Claro Finance YouTube channel there. And we talked about again the emotions of getting out of debt, um, dealing with you know the stress and just the mental um, and physical anxiety associated with. And the reason why I thought this was really important to feature in the book and also to talk to Molly about on the podcast and even catch up with her again about it is because the emotions that come with paying off debt, getting out of debt, um, improving your finances is something that is not talked about enough. And so I wanted us to have that conversation again so that people who are listening to this and are going through the experience of getting themselves out of debt realize that if they're feeling all these different emotions, it is normal. However, you want to make sure that you're not allowing the emotions to overwhelm me so on this episode molly and i get into that but before we get into the episode i have a number of updates so like i mentioned the clever girl finance book comes out on june 25th it's going to be available everywhere books are sold so you can get it at your local bookstore on amazon barnes and noble etc you can also ask your bookseller to place an order for the Clever Girl Finance book if they hadn't had plans to carry it at their bookstore, and you can ask your local library to place an order for the book so that you can borrow it as an ebook, or as a physical book from the library. And the book I've been getting questions about, you know, when the audio version and the Kindle versions, um, the e versions, are going to be available. And they're usually available a few days before the launch of a book or the day after. So the, the audiobook and the ebook should be available to purchase a few days leading up to June 25th or on June 25th, in my case. Um, also, if you have pre ordered the book, I would love for you to join us for our exclusive virtual book launch party slash ask me anything. Um, answer your questions webinar that I'm going to be hosting over the next two weeks. So today is Monday, the 17th of June, and I will be hosting this webinar between the 25th and July 6th. Definitely not an independence day, so don't worry about that. But I would love for you to join us and to learn how you can participate in this virtual book um, launch party. Just head over to clevergirlfinance.com forward slash book dash launch, and I will put that link in the show notes. Again, it's clevergirlfinance.com forward slash book dash launch, and I am also doing um, some giveaways, so if you go sign up for the webinar, the virtual party, you'll be entered to win one of three one-on-one coaching sessions with me, yours truly, and also entered to win one of five um, free access passes to our Clever Girl Finance course class. So those are the updates I wanted to share. If you are loving this podcast and you haven't yet subscribed, please subscribe. You can do that on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, um, Spotify, and you can also watch videos and listen to episodes on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel. And like I mentioned, this episode with Molly was recorded for YouTube as well. So I will put the link to the YouTube video for this episode in the show notes as well. So now let's talk to Molly. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, Molly.
1: Hey, Bola. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am fantastic.
0: So I'm really excited to be recording this YouTube video slash podcast episode to catch up with you and have a conversation with you since we last spoke on the Clever Girls Note podcast. And you're also in my upcoming book that comes out on June 26th, where you share your debt payoff story. So I'd love for you to just share um, who you are for folks who are not familiar with you who may not have listened to the episode.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, first, I want to say congratulations on birthing a book, baby, because I know how I have so many friends who are authors, and I just know how much work goes into it. So congratulations. It's amazing. And I'm honored that like you asked me to be a part of it. So thank you. Thank you for being in it. Yeah, absolutely. Your story is awesome. Yeah. I am just so grateful. Um, yeah. So my name is Molly Stillman and I am a blogger and a podcaster. I blog over at still being Molly and my podcast is called business with purpose, which Bola has been on. Um, in (laughs) fact, you are still to this day, like one of the top 10 episodes, um, all time. So after like 150 some episodes, like pretty awesome. Wow, um, honored. yeah, so one of the top, uh, downloaded podcasts. Um, and so I, uh, yeah, so I'm a wife to John. I'm a mom to Lily and Amos and I'm a full-time blogger and podcaster. And I'm just really grateful uh, to be here.
0: Thanks. I'm going to put the link to
1: your podcast business of
0: purpose in the show notes and below the video as also well, folks can check it out. But when you and I had the, um, podcast episode, um, you had paid off $36,000 of credit card debt yeah. and you share your story, um, in the clever girl finance book as well. And one of the things I remember us having a conversation about was just basically how you felt emotionally. Right. So I know that then and now you're in two different spaces, emotionally, mental, mentally. And I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, just like How the transition has been from the way you felt emotionally paying off that debt as you're going through the motions, and what it is like now, how you feel emotionally now when you don't have the debt. Because one of the things I feel um, is somewhat overlooked when we talk about these amazing success stories of paying off debt or saving money is the mental, you know, weight and the emotional turmoil (laughs) that someone goes through when they're in this experience, because sometimes it can be really, really difficult. And you went through that. I remember you talked about laying on the floor Mm -hmm. and you're trying to figure out, you know, how you're going to pay off the debt, especially on the salary that you had at the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely would say when I was in debt and when I was going through the the process of becoming debt-free, um, stress Um, Emotional anxiety, um, situational anxiety, I mean, fear. I mean, pretty much you name a negative emotion, anger, guilt, rage. Like, I mean, you name those negative emotions, and I felt them at one point or another. Um, Shame was another one I really struggled with. And it's interesting in the years since I've shared um, my story of becoming debt-free, the amount of people who have come forward and also expressed that they felt shame. Um, there's a lot of similarities, you know, our stories may look different. How we got into debt may be different, how much debt we have might be different, but it's a really common thread between people who have experienced that and talk about how it's, there's a lot of shame and regret, um, an embarrassment that can be associated with it. Um, and like I shared, um, both in, in, I think I shared a little bit about this in the book. And in addition to that, when we spoke on the podcast is for me, it was the biggest part of becoming debt-free was not just doing the work to become debt-free and, and yes, saving and budgeting and, and really attacking that debt aggressively. But it really was having a mindset shift towards money, um. And for me, as somebody who is a person of faith, um, although I was not a person of faith, um, prior to, um, you know, what I, being being in debt, I was not a person of faith. Um, that's you know, becoming a person of faith, um, and following Jesus has been a big part of my story, um, in becoming debt free, um, but for me, it really was a mindset shift and really understanding that this wasn't my money to begin with. And, um, it is, you know, everything that I have been given, I have now been challenged to be a good steward of that money, um, and be trusting that God's going to provide no matter what. Yes. I have to do the work. I have to get up and I have to do, to do the work each day. Um, it's not going to just happen for me. Like some, you know, <laughs> Aladdin just came out. So like some genie <laughs> and a lamp, um, it's not going to happen like that, but, um, Just trusting that if I put one foot in front of the other and do the work that God has put in front of me, that he will provide Um, and he has provided every single step of the way. And so I feel now I have my attitude and kind of posture towards money is really just understanding that it's a blessing every dollar that comes in is a blessing. Um, and if I have a good month in business or a bad month in business, like understanding that the bad months are going to happen and the good months are going to happen and they balance each other out. Um, and if I'm a good steward of my money along the way, then I'm going to be okay. Um, and so now both my husband and I, like we're in a different place in our financial, you know, journey in that, you know, we're debt-free other, other than our mortgage our businesses are debt free. Um, and we're really now thinking about the future. I mean, obviously we've, you know, we're saving for retirement and we're thinking about what, what kind of future do we want for our family and for our kids? So my husband and I now we're in a place where we are aggressively saving. Um, We do, you know, we obviously we give generously. That's a big part of who we are. We love to give, um, you know, of our time, talent and our financial resources. Um, But we're also really aggressively saving. Um, We kind of have a dream and a vision of buying some land and maybe building a house. Um, We're not very like material people, but my husband, he grew up in a small town in North Carolina and he always kind of has dreamed of having his own like mini farm. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, we're kind of just saving our money aggressively right now and and praying that, you know, the right time it'll kind of be revealed to us. We don't know. I mean, we love where we live right now, but you know, we really want to plan for the future and and give ourselves that opportunity. Um, and so we're we're pretty frugal. <laughs> we don't, I mean we we don't go out to eat that much. You know, we go out to eat maybe once a week at most, you know, on like a Saturday lunch with the kids or something like that. Um, So we're pretty frugal in that sense. Um, You know, we go on a couple, you know, maybe one or two small vacations a year. So we, we really just try to be, you know, good stewards of the resources and the finances that we've been given. And, you know, and then if we do want to take like time off, you know, we try to go like, we go to the mountains or something where his parents have a small um, like little cabin in the mountains. Like they're they're retired. And so we go and stay there. So it's it's cheap. It's free for us. You know, so um, we try to just enjoy life that way and 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 be, again, good, good stewards of of the things that we've been given.
0: That's amazing. And I love, I love the space you're in. I love that you're happy, you sound happy, you look happy. You are, you know, as a result of paying off your debt, you're able to now have options. Do we buy land? Do we do all these things? And knowing that you obviously have to work towards them, but now you don't have this stumbling block of debt in front of you. And I also love what you talked about, about being a good steward of what you've been given. Um, And I also believe in, you know, I'm a faith-based person as well. And I also believe that you know, God helps those who help themselves, right? You, you know, all these things are possible. You know that you can save money or pay off debt or live an amazing life and help others, but it doesn't just fall from the sky while you're sitting back, complaining and whining and not doing anything to help the situation, right? You have to act on your faith in order for it to become real in order for you to um, show that you can handle the
1: next step, the next blessing, so um, I'm really proud of you, Molly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's really um, I, I love what you said is just like it's not going to fall out of the sky. And, you know, this isn't some prosperity gospel thing. Like it really <laughs> is just all about like, you know, I, I really do truly believe that like if you if you work hard and you are a good I'm not saying that you're going to be wealthy and, you know, you know, bathing in a bathtub of cash, you know, but I really, I've seen, maybe, maybe maybe someday. Um, but I've seen it time and time again, where, um, where, when people are truly, truly faithful, um, and generous, um, with their time, talents and, and financial resources, um, that those blessings come back. Tenfold, yeah. um, not just in financial blessings, but in spiritual blessings, and physical blessings, and emotional blessings, and relational blessings. Um, you know, the I've had a lot of broken relationships restored since mm-hmm. becoming debt free, and just people wow. that I'd hurt along the way, and it wasn't intentional. It's just that I was in a really dark place during that time. So, um, yeah, it's just it's such an important piece of that.
0: And I think for, you know, when someone is going through something really difficult, like paying off debt or coming out of coming out from under the shame associated with having debt or not being where you need to be in your life financially based on what you think where you think you should be because of your peers. I think when someone is going through that space, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, their experience, like you said, and it's not something that people just want to talk about because it's right. embarrassing, it's shameful, And I think there needs to be more conversation about that particular part of the journey to becoming debt-free because, yes, the steps are the steps. You know, earn more money, spend less uh, less than you earn, you know, cut back on your expenses, create a plan and have a strategy, figure out your interest rates, step- are steps. You know, anybody can get a list of steps, but you actually, you know, the biggest battle is self. And it's overcoming how you feel emotionally. It's overcoming that little voice in your head that tells you you're a failure, you're nothing, you can't do this. Who are you? And it's just being able to counter, you know, those that part of being a human being and look forward to the light at the end of the tunnel and look forward to the other side and hold on to the faith that you have knowing that if you just continue to make these steps even though it may seem like you're not making much progress but if you just continue to make these steps your life can change you can get through the situation and i feel like unfortunately a lot of people fall short of the follow through, because they don't think they can because Mm -hmm. they are never able to articulate how they're feeling. And in turn, they're never able to get the support they need to get out of that dark place. And I think that for you, you had you, you know, you were able to have a your husband, you got like counseling. And I think that as small as that sounds, that is so critical in Mm -hmm. someone's journey to not just financial success, but just in life period to be able to have the conversation and get the help that you need when you're in this dark space. Because a lot of times when you're just about to give up, right, your turning point, your change of situation is just on the other side of the horizon. You just haven't put your head up to look for it or to even see it.
1: Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen
0: to all of that. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm really excited to have you be a part of this book. By
1: the way, your yellow nail polish is amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank was, like, you. I've been glancing at it while you are talking. <laughs> I know. It's so funny how many people have commented on it. I'd never done yellow before. And the amount of people that have, uh, have commented <laughs> on my yellow nail polish, I'm like, I like it. Apparently I need to do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really nice.
0: Thank you. Thank you you so much for catching up. Before you go, tell everyone where they can find you. Obviously, Molly's going to be in the book that comes out on June 26th. You can read her story. It's on page 56 we talked about, I think. I think 55, 56 somewhere in there. Yeah, she's in the book. And obviously, um, I'd love for everyone to keep up with you, listen to your podcast, Business with Purpose. So please share that.
1: Yeah. Um, you can find me on still being and any social network I'm at still being Molly. And then my podcast, um, s- social media is at business with purpose podcast. Thank you so much, Molly.
0: This was great. Thanks Mola. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode with Molly and you are inspired and motivated by the conversation I had with her. I would love for you guys to check out the Clever Girl Finance book and you can pre-order your copy, which comes out next week, June 25th at clevergirlfinance.com book. It is also going to be available everywhere books are sold as an ebook and audiobook. And if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, please tell your friends about the podcast and the book and head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review so that other amazing women just like you can find the podcast too. So I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening.